son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to a uh, late-night edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am your host of Two Goalies, One Mike, Dwayne Steinau, and uh, I just got home from uh, RJ Knight. Um Obviously, we all know and love Rick Janaret and what he's meant to us as fans. Throughout the years, me, in my near 35 years of being on this planet, a good chunk of those years, I'd say about maybe 27 of them, you know, were, you know, spent as an avid Sabres fan. And Rick Jenner was a huge, huge part of that. And that man got his place amongst, you know, rightfully so alongside some of the greatest players to ever play for this team. Dominic Hasek, Danny Gare, Pat LaFontaine, uh, the French Connection, Tim Horton, uh, like I said, just to name just to name off, and you know, hopefully many more to come. I hope maybe we say someday we see Ryan Miller up there. But again, um, I know a lot of you have probably already gone to bed, so you won't see this till tomorrow. Um, or uh, you know, maybe you got caught in traffic like me trying to drop off producer Steve uh, at home after the game. Um, just uh, an absolute gridlock, and I I, I kind of joked. It's like. And they wanted, you know, I was like stuck in traffic for 45 minutes, you know, and they wanted to put a football stadium downtown. Like it would just wouldn't have worked. Uh, but that just, that's a veer off track. Just what a win by this hockey team. And I'm, I'm having trouble getting my, my octave, the octaves up higher. A, because to, in order to get to the game on time, um, I had to do a sprint, literally start to finish. From my vehicle to the arena uh, to not be be there in time to get my banner. But luckily, a couple clicks for DJ Mock and his mom, Ritzy Mock. Uh, she ended up uh, with, with Trainwreck Sports and 7-1 Blitz. Uh, his mom was sitting directly behind me. And apparently, I guess, you know, her sister, you know, was willing to part with her banner when she heard that I didn't get one. And she was willing to uh, give me one. So give me hers. Her. So, you know, a couple clicks for her. I really do appreciate it. I love you both. Um, and just here, we're going to raise this banner where it belongs. Uh, you know, just for now, um, I think right here we'll do, um, for now, we'll put you right up there, Rick Jannerette, uh, you know, where you belong for sure. Right up there. Uh, right. Actually, no, you know what? Forget that. You belong. 
between Millsy and the greatest ever put on a Sabres jersey, Pat, uh, Dominic Kashuk. So there we go. Um, right there. Let's straighten that out. Let's get right into it. Oh. <laughs> there we go. So I can't stress it enough uh, what that man has meant to me as a fan. Um, his ability to bring this game to life. Uh, one of my fondest uh, Rick Jenner memories as a fan uh, during the October storm, Buffalo, I believe, was playing Detroit uh, in Detroit. And uh, we were in kind of lockdown in our houses. Uh, no power, you know, by candlelight at night. I listened to that game on like an AM FM transistor radio battery operated. And we listened to the game and uh, listen to, uh, Ryan Miller play a one hell play one hell of a hockey game. And, uh, it was like, I was watching or even at the game, the way Rick was able to bring that game to life and, um, you know, how, you know, how much he knew we were as fans and just as a community struggling back home. And he brought that game to life for me. And, you know, it was like, I was there just sitting at my kitchen table by, again, by candlelight, listening to that game and seeing hearing the Sabres win in a shootout, uh, is unbelievable. Um, I also once when I was 14 or 15 years old, uh, peed next to Rick Channer and, uh, in between periods, uh, it was, uh, awesome. And, uh, he said to me, don't ever get old kid. So <laughs> I always thought that was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I had such a time in my life tonight. I, I, I put out a, uh, an emotional post a little bit earlier, um, kind of just my thoughts on the night and what tonight meant to me and what it meant to see all of those fans in the arena. Like we made the walls shake tonight, everybody. There was a wave and then to just last one or two loops around the arena. It lasted a while. Uh, that was awesome. Um, fantastic. And to see the Sabres come out as hot as they did, uh, you know, one, nothing, one, one, two, one, three, one. Then you let them get back into the game. Six goals scored in the first, in the first period alone. And then to see Olafson, uh, Mr. Power Play, score the game winner uh, with that uh, incredible shot of his um, uh, top shelf. As Rick Jenner would have put it, top shelf for Mama Hides the Cookies. Man, my voice doesn't have it right now. Just from that friggin' sprint and just yelling all game. Um, but just an incredible experience, an incredible game. And honestly, it was a storybook ending. 100% a storybook ending because... You know, the fan, the, the players were saluting the fans. And then I, from what I understand, RJ was down there to just shake all the players' hands at, as they got off the ice. And Alex Tuck escorted RJ out onto the ice. It was unscripted. And they took a big team picture. Um, and what, and I know Cody Eakin was involved with it too, but um, I mean, that's the guy you want doing that, right? Alex Tuck, Mr. Buffalo Saber. You know, I, I bought this jersey. It's an Alex Tuck jersey, and I got the C on it for a reason because I truly, truly do believe he will be the next captain of the Buffalo Sabres. And I truly, truly am stoked that when he is, I can be the one to say I was the first one to get an Alex Tuck jersey with the captain C on it. Nobody else had it. He didn't even have it. I had it. So a couple clicks for me, a little humble pump. Sorry. But uh, it was such a storybook ending to, you know, what was an incredible game to be at. And, um, again, just to be able to, like, you know, one of the coolest things about not just being a Sabres fan, but it's a Buffalo sports fan, is whenever you're at these games, man, everybody around you is just family. 
straight up family. You could high five any high five strangers, hug a stranger. Like the guy I I I, I was sat next to tonight, um, it was an absolute you know avid avid Sabres fan. He told me this season, like he did not miss any games this year. He missed two total games this season. What a season to like not miss really any games. His name was Andrew. Um, and you know, to only miss two games in a season like this, that's dedication, man, through thick and thin. And I, I can't say that for myself, um, because this was the first year in a, in, you know, many, many years where I wasn't a season ticket holder in some way, shape or form, whether it was with my dad or splitting them with my cousin, you know, buying tickets for them. Like, you know, it's been a very, very long time since I just didn't have season tickets in my hands and, you know. Um, I still went to games this year. Uh, me and Purdue Steve have been to a, quite a few, uh, but I think this team is making me want to, you know, get season tickets again next year, you know, a hundred percent. And, um, I'm going to talk to my old man about that for sure. Uh, in the days coming up, but, um, again, just the way that ended him coming out on the ice, being the first star of the game. I mean, it was just a really, really great iconic storybook ending that we're going to see pictures of for a very, very, very long time. Brad may winning the greatest uh, uh, RJ call of all time and him being there and talking about it with the fans uh, and how RJ, what meant to him. And in his video, he said, when, when Brad may dies, they're going to play that clip and remember and talk about RJ and how iconic that moment was, you know, not just for Brad may, but the city of Buffalo and that'll be a part of his funeral. And I, 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 don't disagree. Um, um, but, uh, and you know, the only things, and then Ryan Miller, his, you know, we all know that, you know, how art, how well he, I was able, how well Ryan Miller is able to articulate his thoughts, uh, and, and speak, uh, that there's a reason why he was always asked to do interviews after games, because just for those reasons alone, he always gave a very educated, well thought out answer. It was never just the cliche, you know, answer you don't want to hear from, from players, but, uh, to hear Ryan Miller, you know, give his thoughts on RJ and his video, probably at home in California. I, I loved everything about tonight. You know, a couple clicks for the Buffalo Sabres. They did a phenomenal job. Um, hundred uh, percent, unbelievable job. So a couple clicks for them, um, you know, met expectations, exceeded expectations. That was a lot of fun tonight. So, and the fans, the fans really helped with that too. The fans were a big, big, big part of the reason why that game was so electric. Um, and it, you know, they knocked that out of the park. Uh, and I think this team is really starting to care about what this, you know, what, what they, them, th they're starting to care about what this crest, this crest right here means to us as fans to see them perform like that and that well and work that hard. It means so much to us to know, cause you, you they could have lost tonight. They could have lost tonight, and honestly, we still would have stood there and gave them a round, a, a you know, a, a rounding ovation, standing ovation, because they went out there and they busted their asses for us. They busted their asses for RJ, and we, it, it was just, you know, we appreciate that as fans. It means a lot to know that, like, it's, uh, it's, it means as much to you as it means to us. And you, you recognize that. So you go out there and you bust your asses for us because you know how much it means to us. So I think finally, after years and years of maybe not, you know, I, I think there were players that did recognize that. Like, I know people don't want to hear this. I think Jack Eichel did recognize that when he was here. He, 
there are there were interviews where he did make mentions of that, but I just never think that the team as a whole collectively realized how much this all meant to us. This team realizes it and they're embracing it. And that's what is makes this team so special right now. And I hope it just keeps getting special when you would add guys like Owen Power and JJ Paterica and Jack Quinn and down the line, your Eric Portillo, your Devin Levi, you know, embrace this, embrace this community and we'll embrace you. And uh, before I continue with uh, just my thoughts on this, the overall the performance during the game, we have a lot of comments uh, in here. So let's get right to those. Um, starting with Chris Durick. What a game. So happy for you, Dwayne. You were there to enjoy every minute of it. RJ getting the first star of the game, uh, being on the ice with the team and uh, having his banner raised. It was a great night. Let's go Buffalo. Couldn't agree with you more, Chris. Uh, it's late night here on the West coast. I'm watching you. Thank you for your videos. Uh, happy to perform them, bud. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I enjoy this, especially after a win. I, I don't always get to it. You know, uh, you know, sometimes I just, I pass out right after the game, but, um, I, I, I do enjoy doing this. Rakeen Davis, uh, thoughts on RJ Baroness ceremony. Unbelievable. Just an absolutely unbelievable job by the organization. Uh, again, five stars out of five. Um, it's 8:44. What are you talking about? Some okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, besides, it's RJ night. Um, exactly. Sorry, I was driving. It was a slip of the tongue. I should have. <laughs> I love it that they're having like a full-on conversation. Did those highlights of RJ night hit you in the feels like it did for me? I love this. They're like having a like full-blown conversation in the comments here. Uh, Patty. Lala, long live Sabres, NH, hashtag NHL. I love that game on Sega. Absolutely not. Hashtag NHL 94, unbelievable game. Uh, I used to play it all the time against my brother. Uh, always the Sabres, of course. He was always the Canucks. Paul Valbury versus LaFontaine and Mulgilney, uh with hashtag that absolutely uh, electric uh, matchups between me and my brother. Um, Sabres wanted to show that they are playoff caliber. Vegas game, Heritage Classic, Chicago, 04, and tonight proves that. I love that Tuck was the first to help RJ out of the ice. Tuck needs to see on his jersey. I agree because I got it. So don't make me look stupid, Buffalo. Don't make me look stupid, Granado. I got the C preemptively on the uh, Alex Tuck jersey. So, uh, you know, don't make me look stupid, guys. Uh, you know, unless you do. And then this is just a one-of-a-kind jersey. So, um, But the, as far as the game goes, a lot of, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, Tage Thompson with two goals tonight, two tucks tonight, um, uh, to get 30 goals on the season. Um, first time we've had a 30 goal score. I, I, maybe somebody can refresh my memory in the comments. I don't know where last time we did have a 30 goal score. Oh, uh, Jeff Skinner. Sorry. Yeah. Jeff Skinner scored 40. Um, and then, uh, you know, Olofsson got on the board with the game winning goal on the power play, you know, surprise, surprise there. And, um, I believe uh, the other goal was – I need to refresh my memory. I'm sorry. Uh, Tage had two. Um, Olsen had one. And I, I cannot remember who had the uh, the other one. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me take a look right now. Um, this is unprofessional. I, I apologize. Uh, let's take a look. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. 
While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There we go. Sabres goals tonight. Talk with two. Krebs, can you feel it, Mr. Krebs? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Peyton Krebs with his seventh goal of the season. Um, again, a guy who has definitely perf- – I'm, I'm not sure we expected him uh, to be here this year or right as, as soon as he has been. And he's been like a big locker room presence. You know, you see him read out the uh, starting lineups and gets the team pumped up. And um, absolutely, he's been a very, very big uh, part of this team and their success. And again, firing the team up uh, every day in pregame. So every game in pregame. So um, Craig Anderson, 22 saves on 25 shots against Uh, great performance from Craig. I got a little scared there in the first period, especially there at the end when, uh, you know, uh, Nashville was putting their foot on the gas a bit, but uh, Sabres held in there, played well defensively. We were out shooting them a lot for mo- for the most part throughout that game. You know, the Sabres were able to get that game in the garage. And again, I've said this before on this uh, on this post game show. Um, they're they're not they're not just you know getting leads and just you know sitting back and hoping and praying that they get these games in the garage they're keeping their foot on the gas and you know even if they're not scoring they're still playing aggressive uh aggressive hockey and it's it's been fun to watch um their back checking has improved in, in immensely uh their their play in front of their own net has improved immensely um, Sam, Matthias Samuelson, I'm telling you right now, man, that guy has the potential to be a first pairing defense, a first pairing shutdown defenseman, um, you know, to go alongside whoever your puck carrier is, whether it's own power or Rasmus Dahlin at this point, it probably looks like Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, not, that's not a knock against own power either. I just think that Dahlin is really starting to emerge as the guy we all expected him to be. Um, I'm not going to, how can you deny it at this point? He's been phenomenal. He he he's aggressive. He has zero fear when carrying the puck in the offensive zone, and he has zero fear in his own end either. Which you know you need you need as a as a defenseman. You need as a, a guy with the the ceiling and expectations that you have in Erasmus Dahlin. So um, other points tonight: Dylan Cousins with two assists, Peyton Krebs a goal and assist, Victor Olofsson a goal and assist, Tage Thompson with two goals again, getting thirty in the season, Alex Tuck with two apples, uh, Skinner with an assist. And that'd be it. But uh, again, a, a great performance, you know, start to finish with maybe five to 10 minutes where it was a complete like mental lapse by, by the Sabres. But uh, uh, Nashville, uh, Matthew Sheen with two points, uh, two assists. Ryan Johansson with two assists. Uh, Benning with an assist. Philip Forsberg, who was, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around that he, you know, they're trying to extend him. He might not be a Nashville Predator next year. Who knows? But uh, with a goal and Luzon with a goal and then McCarron with a goal and an assist going to Tolvanen. Tolvanen. Uh, and you uh, see Saros with 31 saves on 35 shots against. And I am proud to say that I started, at least in my section, a Saros, 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 you suck. Uh, it was cool to get that going in my section. Um, 
you know, for all the people that joined along, I really, really do appreciate it. A lot of fun. But um, I really hope, I know we have some tough games against uh, teams like uh, uh, a couple games against Florida and Tampa and with uh, Carolina mixed in. Uh, again, a big test for this team. Um, I, 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 my goal, you know, I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I don't care about draft position anymore, man. Just keep winning hockey games. Keep winning hockey games. Um, don't worry about draft position. I understand that this team wasn't built to be a winner. Well, you know what? They're winning hockey games now. And I think winning in terms of culture and development is extremely, extremely, extremely important. And anyone who tells you different has never played hockey before. And they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because this is very important. Building this type of culture and winning these hockey games, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if we lose out on Shane Wright. Sucks. Or Logan Cooley. Sucks. But you want to know what, man? The, winning these games is important in the, in the grand scheme of things. On these players and their development and their ability to lead going forward. You know, you hear it in their voices when they talk. You know, these, these teams become a family and they believe in each other and they're playing out there for each other and they're winning for each other. Not just for themselves. But for all of us as well. So, um, again, just an unbelievable game start to finish. And uh, I was extremely happy. Uh, me and producer Steve uh, made uh, made the call to go because it was a ton of fun. Sabres moved to uh, 25, 33, and 11. And then, again, um, maybe you can get yourself into a position where you can be an above 500 team. You know, that'd be the first time in a very, very long time, over a decade, I think where you've had an above 500 record. And again, people in the comments can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you have a chance to move ahead of, uh, you know, the Red Wings here next week. You know, you know, I think they sit 25th, 25th in the NHL. Uh, but, you know, I don't care, man. Just keep winning hockey games. That's all that matters to me. That's really all that matters to me. Just keep winning hockey games. Um, and we'll keep coming. I hope, I hope Alex Tuck is right and this isn't just a one-and-done thing. With the fans showing out tonight, you know, keep showing up in that building. You know, support these guys, support this team. We need to more, more now than ever. So, uh, especially going into next season and uh, looking into trying to find their schedule right now. The uh, games. Okay, here we go. They have the Panthers tomorrow at one o'clock, and then the Hurricanes on Tuesday. Uh, well, technically, yeah, not tomorrow. Tomorrow being Sunday because today is Saturday uh, now. And then the Hurricanes on Tuesday, Thursday, the Hurricanes again, and then the Panthers again, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, on April 10th. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and then we have the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto, which should be a, a good game. I'm sure they're going to be fired up after losing that Heritage Classic. Uh, before we go, we obviously we have <clears throat> we have a few more comments here. Sabres backchecking so improved in the last few weeks. If they are not uh, best players on the ice, they are being pests, and that is making a huge difference. I agree. That is like the game within the game too. Those are things that like charts and graphs can't really read. Is like it's like the ability to antagonize and get under people's skin and have teams looking over their shoulders whenever they go to get a puck into a corner. That's the game within the game. And it's extremely, extremely important because it can create turnovers. Uh, it creates hesitancy. Uh, players sec uh, second guess their, their actions and what they're going to do. Uh, Darlene just needed confidence. He got burned earlier and a, and it, and it bit, bit him. Now he has learned to trust himself and he's fearless. Um, if he sees a lane to the slot, we got him 
for the offensive style of D. 100% agree. I really hope they can hit the 30 win mark. I agree, man. I am I'm ready for it. You know, give me 30 wins this season. Um 100%. Um <clears throat> it is almost 5 after 12 here, guys. I don't want to keep you for much longer. I've had a lot of fun uh tonight. I appreciate you coming and joining and uh, joining in the comments here. Uh please make sure if you enjoyed this video that you do subscribe uh, to our channel at Two Goalies One Mike on YouTube. <clears throat> hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Make sure you hit subscribe. Like this video. Leave a comment. Really do appreciate everything you guys do. Um, and when you join on these videos and interact, you know I couldn't express it more. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Two Goalies One Mike. See our logo. You know, please, please subscribe. Leave us a five star review. Really does help a lot. And uh, I just want to tell you guys how much I love you all. I appreciate you always uh, hopping on with me whenever I do these shows. And, uh, you know, you know, hopefully uh, this isn't the last win of the season. I don't, I doubt it will be, but uh, they do have a tough schedule coming up. And it's all about RJ tonight. So many memories. Thank you, RJ. Yes. Again, to, to, to end this uh, before I, before I say my, uh, my line here. Uh, thank you, RJ, for 51 years of just absolute I, I, iconic calls, uh, you know, really bringing this game to life. Again, my favorite goal call of all time. Hands down will always be Derek Plant in overtime 1997 against Ottawa. Uh, steals the puck on the wall, takes it into the zone, crosses the blue line, slap shot, hits Ron Tugnut's glove and trickles in past the goal line, and Tugnut throws his gloves over his head. Because he knows they're just lost in Game Seven, they lost their chance to go to Philly. Uh, you know, are you ready, Legion of Doom? Here come the Buffalo Sabers. I really wish I could get more bit, like bass in my voice right now. I'm sorry. Um, are you ready, Legion of Doom? Here come the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, that's the best I can do right now. Um, but thank you, RJ. Uh, thank you, Sabres. In Tuck, we trust. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Enjoy your night. Let's go, Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. Blue 
the podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.